Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy. John Summers will show you everything you need. It's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast, a short mix of career advice, philosophy, and soft skills from successful author and software developer, John Sonmez. Hey, what's up? John Sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com. I, I can actually, I can sort of move around the room now because I've got an autofocusing camera and I've got, well, I guess I the whole room is mic'd, so anyway. I want to do something here that I think is kind of interesting. So I often have advised in some of my videos, and we'll see if we can find some of these on, on where I've advised us. I've said, you can live off of really cheap, right? I talked about unmortgaging your life. Let's talk about that one, for example. And there, there's probably some other videos where, where I've talked about essentially this idea that like, you could live off of like $2,000 a month, dude, and then you know, it's how you get free, right? If you want a passive income, if you want a to be free from the rat race, right? Then all you got to do is limit your expenses, get them down as low as possible, and then you just build enough passive income or income from a side job to be able to cover those expenses, and you're free. You are free. You have unmortgaged your life, okay? But a lot of you have said, "Bullshit, John." You can't live off a thousand bucks a month. You can't live off of two thousand bucks a month. I got a wife. I got a kids. I got a mortgage. I got a big house. And my answer has always been, well, get rid of that shit. Well, not all of that shit. You can't. <laughs> Some of it, right? You don't need a big house. You don't need a car payment. Okay. You can you can live for cheap. And so, well, I live in San Francisco. <sighs> so here's what I'm doing. Okay. I got an email a blog post from a buddy of mine. I interviewed him on this channel before. I see his post and I'm like, man, we fucking think so much alike. I've actually had the chance to have dinner with him in, in Vegas. Really cool guy. I, I would definitely recommend that you check out his blog, by the way. It's just Tynan.com. And we'll put a link here and go check it out. And he's, he's a real cool guy. He's got some really good books on Amazon as well. All right, so anyway, he did this blog post on his low monthly burn broken down because again, he probably got some flack. He did this blog post earlier where he was talking about how he lives off a thousand dollars a month. And so he actually documented this and I thought this is kind of cool. Like this is just an example, right? It doesn't mean that you're going to do this, but this is just an example of someone who like, he lives a free vagabond style life, right? He, do, he doesn't have to answer to anyone. He's totally free. He travels all around the world and he's got this life. He's got this freedom because partially because he's built a passive income, but his expenses are so damn low. His expenses are way lower than his passive income, or at least his minimum expenses, right? So, and this, maybe this will just open up your mind a little bit here. Not that you have to live on a shoestring budget, I don't, but I keep my expenses as low as, as makes sense, okay? Right, and, and so this is something that, like, if you, have, if you don't have your freedom and you want your freedom, here's, here's an inspiring story for you, okay? So, I'm just gonna read part of his blog post I think I don't think he'll mind if I actually read his blog post because I'm referencing it. Uh, he said, I reference my potential mo low monthly burn rate a few times and people keep asking me questions about it. So I'm going to go into de more detail using real life numbers. 
It's important to note that I don't actually spend this little every month. Most months are really even any months. The point is that I could if I ever needed to, and also that having as little as possible mandatory spending every month, I'm able to direct my money towards investments or discretionary purchases. You could correctly say, well, I couldn't do this because of blank, and it would be true. I'm only writing this because people ask about it and because looking at the financial decisions I've made may be interesting. Okay, so, and he says, most of the reason I've had such a good burn rate is because I've put up a lot of money in advance to buy things that most people rent. Okay, this is an interesting concept. I like doing that because it's very easy for me to determine what I can afford now and not as easy for me to determine what I'll be able to afford later, right? See, this is the fallacy I think a lot of people do. Okay, so he's got housing. He says, I bought my place in Vegas for under $50,000, including fees and renovations, which this is definitely possible to do. He bought a condo. I don't have a mortgage or insurance, which if you have a $50,000 place, right, and you bought it cash, which is totally doable, should you carry insurance on that? Hell no, you don't need insurance. What do you need insurance for? It's, it's, insurance is for catastrophic events that could cripple you. That's the only time you should ever buy insurance in your life. I don't have mortgage insurance, so my fees there are very low. Taxes, HOA fees, and utilities are approximately $300 per month. So why, how can he do that? Because he's got a small place, the smallest that he needs, okay? And it's gonna have low taxes, low insurance, low HOAs, that's good. 300 bucks a month to live, right? He paid $50,000 one, at one point in his life, and now he gets to live for $300 a month. How good is that, right? Okay, you, you could do that, you could do that. But even if you bought a house that's $100,000, 150, people can, it's possible to save that amount of money. It really is, I promise you, okay? So then he, he actually has a place in Budapest and an island that he owns with, with some other co-owners. He says the Budapest and the island cost me roughly $40 each month. That number depends on how many projects we do, but it's a good estimate. So for housing, he estimates $380 a month to live. Vehicles, he has 1.5 cars. He says I share one with my neighbor and a motorcycle. All of them are paid for and my insurance is about $70 a month for all three. Now you might say, how could he pay $70 a month of insurance? I pay about the, I pay less than that. In fact, because I just get I just get liability. I don't get comp in, in collision. Because again, why do we buy insurance for catastrophic events? If I kill someone with my car, that's a catastrophic loss. I could be out for millions of dollars. I need to be insured for that. But I don't need to be insured if I crash my car and it's gone. It's gone. Fine. Big deal, right? Unlikely to happen. I don't want to bet against the house when I don't have to bet against the house. Okay, he's playing the same game here. So he says. Uh, I'm not counting gas because if I really wanted to save money, I would probably just drive the motorcycle or ride my electric skateboard. So $70 a month is what he can do for, for vehicles. That's he, I would probably add some gas in there though, okay? But th that's that's fair enough. Okay, health insurance. I have a cool grandfathered health fund that cost me $100 per month. I really wish I could pay less and have a plan that only covered total disasters. Wisdom here, what did I just fucking say, right, about insurance? I think if I had to switch to the new plans, I would have to pay $150 to $200, okay? It might actually be more than that. I also pay $20 a month for life insurance to cover being cryogenically frozen when I die. That's a good idea, that's not bad. So health insurance, he pays $120 a month. Now this is, again, this is why healthcare is so messed up in, in the US, okay? And I think I did a video on this on, on Obamacare. It wasn't, it wasn't very popular, but I don't give a shit. Because here's the thing, I have health insurance uh, that's a 200, I think 200 bucks a month, basically, and and it's covering three people, okay? Why is it so cheap? Mine's grandfathered in, by the way, as well. But 
it's because it has a $10,000 deductible. Because the only reason why I get insurance is for, 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 to cover catastrophic losses that, I would, that would wipe me out. If it's not gonna wipe me out, I don't need insurance for it. You see what I'm saying? So this is, this is the key. And if everyone did this and just paid for their health costs out of pocket, it's way, way more cheaper than paying a premium. I could be paying, if I got like decent insurance, it'd be like a thousand bucks a month probably, maybe maybe 800 or, or 900, but it'd be expensive, okay? And I, I, it'd be a waste of money. It'd be a waste of money, okay? Because I'm not likely to spend that. And your insurance is not to pay for your shit. Health insurance is not to pay for your shit. It's to protect you, okay, in the case of a catastrophic loss. Now, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, yes, I agree. Getting your arm broken now becomes a catastrophic loss. Stup but that's stupid on your part. That's, you're stupid if you're living paycheck to paycheck. I'm sorry, but you are. Because <laughs> it doesn't matter how much money you're making, right? If, if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're not saving. You could, no matter who you are, you can save 10% of your income. You can, you can not eat out, right? So that you can build up a buffer so that you're not living paycheck to paycheck. But if you are, then yeah, then, then, then you got to get insurance for everything. Right, and so you're gonna get nickel and dime. You're gonna be betting against the house, right? And you're gonna be losing, okay? So, that was a little bit harsh, but it had to be said. Okay, utilities. He says, I paid $32 a month for my cell phone, family, T-Mobile plan. See, that's possible. 20 for internet, shared with neighbors, smart. Water, trash, and sewer are included in the HOA fee. I paid $22 a month for a non-business server with personal email scripts, etc. so 74 bucks a month. Food, this one's interesting. Realistically, if I was in a position where I had to batten the hatches, I would make giant batches of lentil, quinoa, and vegetable stew and eat for about $5 a day. I'm right with you, brother. I'd probably add some beans and some eggs to that shit, but yeah, <laughs> it's so fucking cheap. So, or rice. I mean, it's so cheap to eat if you buy, if you, and, and it's not even unhealthy stuff, but I'm, I'm right with you. Okay. So $5 a day you could eat. You could, I could eat for cheaper than that. In fact, I could eat for cheaper, but he's doing estimating five. I used to eat that every other day for dinner and I really liked it or every day for dinner. Right now, a typical, typical day for me is $10 and 32 cents at Chipotle and approximately $7 for my two lunch sandwiches. So call that $500 a month for luxury eating. I love my food or $150 for the basics. Okay. So his food, his food cost is 150 to $500 a month, right? Which he's taking the luxury in that case. I'm sure there's things I've forgotten. I don't have any subscriptions, any debt or any other insurance policies, but if we total it all up, assuming the low food cost, that's $794 a month to live a pretty awesome, in my opinion, life. Call it 1150 with Chipotle every day. It's pretty fucking good, right? I mean, think about this, right? All you gotta do to be free is save up $50,000. That's not super hard. That's, you know, to buy your way out of jail. I 50,000, okay? And then build some kind of business that generates you about $1,000 a month. It doesn't even have to be passive because you could just be working at it, right? But $1,000 a month, that's not very hard either. Trust me, it's not very hard. And then you can be free for the rest of your life and eat Chipotle every day. How's that, right? And then he doesn't do that. I mean, he, he does more and he spends more money, but that's the minimum, right? It's, it's that simple. It's that you don't need $8,000 a month. You don't need $10,000 a month. You could live off of $1,000 a month. Then would your life quality be happier? Would it be better? Would it be more fulfilling if you could do what the fuck you wanted instead of working for someone else? I mean, don't, don't do this if you don't want to. You can work for someone else. I don't care. It's fine. But I'm just saying, right? Here's the example. If you really want this, I always ask you guys, how bad do you want it? 
If you want it this bad, here's the formula right here. This is why I'm reading this to you. This is because you could duplicate exactly what Tynan did, right? You, why can't you do that? You could duplicate that. Maybe it'd be slightly more, right? But you could certainly live off of $2,000 a month. You see what I'm saying? It's possible, okay? So let's, uh, let's go on a little bit for, further. He says, again, I don't want to give the impression that I ever only spend $800 a month. I spend more than that on travel alone many months. And obviously I had to save a lot more money uh, than that to be able to spend so little. This is just an illustration of what it looks like when you're frugal and invest in assets that save you ongoing costs. Having such a low monthly burn gives me a ton of freedom and eliminates all stress. Uh, he says, uh, okay, uh, that I would never have to worry about coming up with that $800. So it's all passive, right? Okay. Uh, sometimes I find myself struggling to explain why it's important to save money, but I think this post demonstrates it well. If you constantly finance stuff, your minimum monthly cost is high and never goes down. If you save money and buy durable assets, it keeps going lower, which makes it easy for the cycle to continue. I appreciate that a lot of people have asked about this and I hope that the breakdown is interesting. So there you go. I don't, I don't think much more needs to be said about this besides the fact that like, if you're, if you're gonna complain and whine and say it's not possible for you, bullshit, bullshit. How bad do you want it? That's always what the question is. All right, if you like this video, make sure you click the subscribe button below and click the bell so you don't miss any videos I do on this channel here. I do two to three videos a day. I'll talk to you next time. Take care. Hey, what's up? John here. Just wanted to make sure you aren't missing out. Only about half the content I put out is on this podcast. This podcast is created mostly from the audio from the YouTube videos I put out daily. When you get a chance, head on over to youtube.com forward slash simple programmer and click the subscribe button to get access to two to three new videos every day. Even if you prefer the audio format, make sure you subscribe at youtube.com forward slash simple programmer so you can check out what you might be missing.